Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, just finishing that 30 second ad to get my 33 the lithium crystals. <laughs> there we go. Ah, oh, dear. There we go. They're getting very weird ones. I've just had the one where it's a, um, a groom busts in on his wife and his best oh, mate. God, yeah. And it's and it's the doom survival zombie thing. Like, it's just bizarre, isn't it? Who on earth is in that office on the, the media <laughs> side of that? I have no idea. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. How are you? Anyway, how I'm are you? I'm okay, you? thank you, mate. Not too bad. On how a great, grey and drizzly day, uh, I... I am exhausted. I have done 14 straight days where I've gone into work, not necessarily to do a full shift, but walked all the way down there, uh, did a little bit of work and jobs or or turned up to a meeting and then just walked all the way back home again. So, uh, you know, I've done about 14, 15,000 steps every day for the past 14 days in a row. And I'm knackered. (laughs) I don't want to do that again. (laughs) Good for you though, mate. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. I haven't had to do any more exercise for the rest of the day. So I've been eating like a pig as far as the rest <laughs> of the But I earned this. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm great. Um, I'm just absolutely knackered. But uh, yeah, we're going to do season two, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you want to do it as like season two only. And we'll yeah. just do 15 minutes on what we thought of season two. And then we'll record another one where it's like halfway through Enterprise. What do we think so far? And then we'll just release it as two episodes or just see if it naturally just flows into one. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. 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 yeah let, it, let, it, let it hang out. Yeah. Let it hang <laughs> out, mate. We're uh, flipping from side to side. Hanging it, out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, right. Well, uh, it, this is Nexus Nights. This is the Temporal Trek Nexus Nights. Yeah, so uh, here on Nexus Nights, we talk about Star Trek in any way we like. There's no chronological order whatsoever. And we have just finished and commenced season two, the end of season two. And we are going to light that match, throw it on the gasoline pile of season two and walk away slowly. Um, but it's not just me, obviously. It is my co-host. It's Dan. Yes, yes. the mighty Dan, I'd like Absolutely. to think. Mighty the mighty Dan's, in fact, I think yeah. <laughs> Perhaps we should be a, a, like a superhero team. The exactly. Dan. Yeah, we only need three more. Maybe we could be a council of Dans and then, uh, uh, you know, yeah, five different cool. types of Dan and, you know, very different uh, outlooks on life. Not yeah. that that might be relevant for the next season. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how have you been, Dan? I've been very well, thank you, except for my phone, which is <sighs> slightly annoying because I managed to, well, basically it got broken and it's oh. very annoying. Oh, Yes. One of those sort of like fell out of my pocket kind of accidents, or was it like it was? Yeah, basically, I was driving along. I had I had the phone on on the seat, on the passenger seat, charging, and someone pulled out in front of me. I had to stand the brakes on, and it flew off the seat and must have hit something and um... bang. I mean, at least it was the phone. It wasn't you. That's well, the main that's thing. true. I can do it. that, but yeah. yeah, it's it's very annoying. Well, and that was purely for selfish reasons. I don't want to do this on my own. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but no, I'm glad you're well. And I hope that obviously that all that gets resolved. But you're back on Twitter now. You've. Uh... Uh, yeah, my, I can't get my personal account for some reason, but I've got oh. I've got I've got um, academic, academic track back. So I can. So, uh, yes, I can. I can um, plug it at the end. <laughs> that's always good. That's always good. Excellent. Um, so, yeah. So, um Season two. Season two. Dare we think of season two and go back well, on it? <laughs> do you know what? It's really funny because this morning I all I, I just had a look at the episode list. Mm. 
and just went through and said good, bad, good, you know. Actually, there's <laughs> quite a few decent episodes in season two. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think what's happened is that the bad is really bad. And that's yeah. dragged the season down. There's like, I was looking, there's like, you know, there's um, Carbon Creek is a really good one. Yeah. Dead Stop is a good one. Yeah. You know, there's there's a few good ones in there, but the bad ones like the seventh, <laughs> Precious Cargo, it's just so bad that when we've been looking, so as we're going through, it's almost clouded our judgment, I think, in a way. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that, I don't think season two is as bad as we've been thinking. I just think the bads are really bad. <laughs> We're so traumatized by the bad episodes that actually yeah. is sort of stuck in us. And yeah, you kind of, you kind of forget some of the stuff from, and I suppose watching it in the way we have, uh, you know, carbon Creek was just, just literally two minutes of uh, to telling a story. So effectively we missed out the good episode mm. in the proper watch through um minefield and dead stop all kind of blend together so it becomes yep. one episode um so uh, the good ones are all kind of mushed into mm. the temporal trek sphere so we kind of missed them yeah. so the ma- majority of season two watching it the way we have has actually been the bad stuff um, and yeah, you definitely. know we, we did it to ourselves i guess we did. Um, <laughs> it's all your bloody fault mate <laughs> <laughs> season two it's all my bloody fault um uh yeah, so um, I, I went back and listened to our season one review, and obviously yep. you have your rule about yep. uh, you know first seasons of Star Trek suck or, or are yep. not as good as they should be, yep. um, uh, with the exception of TOS being sort of the other way around. Um, do you think that there is a new rule to be made about season twos of Star <laughs> Trek based on that, or do you feel like actually that season one of Enterprise has been made better by our experience of season two hmm i i was i saw something the other day someone was saying that star trek doesn't get good until season threes normally yeah yeah so maybe you know maybe my rule was a bit um i jumped the gun slightly and i should have said <laughs> you know other than tos generally sort of season one season two are a bit dodgy mm-hmm. season three gets better and i think most people would say season four onwards yeah is where most Star Treks really sort of hit their hit their stride. Mm. Um, so maybe yeah, maybe I was too too um, keen there. I should have <laughs> I should have held judgment. But um, as I say, the problem is that you know there are some good episodes this season. There really are. Mm. I think the thing is that there's not really, and it was only a quick sort of look through, but there's no really great episodes. True. That's yeah. the thing. There's some good episodes mm. and there's some really bad ones. Yeah. But there isn't any really great ones to sort of balance that out, if you know what I mean, to make it a decent season overall. No, I can definitely see that. And going back again, going back loosely in the notes, whenever we've done recommendations and things like that, we've never said this is, you know, an enterprise episode that stands alone, great way of bringing people in. Um, it's always been, well, you kind of need to see more of the Star Trek Enterprise. You know, you need to be able to um, fall in love with Star Trek first and then you'll sort of appreciate the episode. Um, like you say, there's nothing that really stands above and really pushes the envelope. And no. 
on the opposite side of the spectrum, the episodes that have been bad have been so bad that almost to the point where, uh, you know, speaking of other podcasts, as we always do on the show, I quit Star Trek. They have yes. literally been I quit Star Trek moments and there have been yes. so many of them in season two. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's hard to escape it, I suppose. It is, uh, yeah. The seventh obviously falls square into that category um, that we were just talking about. Um, is it still your benchmark, or do you feel like you've changed to other episodes? Certainly within Enterprise, it is, yeah. Yeah. I think it's the worst one. I mean, Precious Cargo is pretty bad. Yeah. Bounty? Yeah, but our Bounty's bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bounty's... But I think... With the seventh, it's just like like bounty is just a bit boring. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, that's what it is. It's just not very sort of dynamic, or you know. But but seventh is just like this weird, like an it's almost like an experimental storytelling format or something. You know, <laughs> it's like if if James Joyce was really crap at writing. <laughs> 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 it's the crap james joyce episode i like that that was really cool yeah it, it was such a complete departure from everything we'd seen before and not in a good way no. <laughs> it wasn't trying anything new or experimental um that worked in that episode that sphere it was almost as though it was an episode written by someone who hadn't watched the previous yeah. season and a half yeah um and then going back and looking that it was actually still the same writers. It wasn't some some other person sent in a spec script and that was it. They just kind of ran with it. Uh, it's almost like it's almost like someone said, Oh, I know what we could do. We could do an episode named after the place in in the season. So it's <laughs> the seventh it, yeah, it's the seventh episode. <laughs> so, you know, oh, what can we do with seven? You know, and like do you know what I mean? It was almost sort of a, a sort of they crowbarred it in. They had to find a way to get the seventh to to mean something, you know. They reverse engineered it based on yeah, the, on exactly, the words. Yeah, <laughs> let's take a word and then see if we can make it make sense. And they didn't. So there we go. No, exactly. Oh God, yeah. With um, with the sort of uh, uh, season two coming to an end, yep. do you feel like they? They were trying to course correct, you know, that, that they were aware that they didn't quite do quite well in the beginning. Because as far as I know, when these seasons were released, they did a big chunk, say the first 12 episodes. Then there's like a season, mid-season break over in America. And then they come back, having maybe adjusted some of the scripts and changed it. Do you feel that that was going on there? Or did they just sort of steamrolled it through and said, yeah, we've already greenlit these, these scripts. We're just going to keep it going. I think based on the fact that Bounty is the second last episode, then mm. I think, no, they, they didn't course correct because if they had, they I don't think Bounty would exist, mm. to be honest mm. with you. <laughs> you know, because it's just, again, it's just so flat. And, it, you know, I think we were speaking in, in the, um, the Expanse episode that maybe hasn't been released yet, but... You know, talking about the fact we could you could have taken that idea and, and maybe taken it back two or three episodes and let it build up into yes to the finals and just there was no no attempt to do that. I mean, they must have known what they were going to be writing for the third season at this point because yes. you know they set it up in the in the expense, but there doesn't seem to be any attempt to go. Well, I tell you what, why don't we like rather than doing bounty, let's do an episode about. You know about the Zindi 
I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Just doing yes. something to sort of incorporate yeah. it. But mm. you know, sort of, it's almost like you've got Bounty. It's almost like Bounty's like the end of the season. And then The Expanse is almost like the first episode of season three. Yeah. Yes. You know, so no, I don't think they made an effort to, to course correct. Mm. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the season gets worse as it gets on, really, overall, generally. Yeah, I completely agree on that one. It, it, it felt harder <laughs> of a slog as we were going through. Mm. Like there was, a, there was optimism. There was hope at the beginning of season two. And then it just sort of, we hit that slime wall and we were yeah. just going through the sexy Trek slime wall for oh, quite some you. time and then came out the other side. So in season one, we had uh, the turd sandwich and the shit sandwich. And then we had a really good episode, I think, in the middle. Uh, and then this one is the, the the slime wall of sexy Trek that we had to punch our way through. And it's a, it's a proper punch to get through that thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they established quite a lot. They did yeah. quite a lot. We, we managed to visit quite a few species that we'd already heard of. The Romulans, way, way, way back in the beginning. Uh, we had Tellarites, obviously, in Bounty, but they'd been mentioned a couple of times up to that point. We had the Borg. Yeah, for better or worse. Yeah. Um, so you know, they were they were playing into the Star Trek canon yeah. and at least attempting to come into it. Do you feel like that because that didn't quite pay off, that's why when we get to season three, we aren't going to get a continuation of that story? It wasn't going to be a continual Romulan arc to build or sort of you know, uh, going back and maybe explaining the history of, of what we know as Star Trek. No, I think, um. Uh, as it's been sort of widely shared, you know, I think it's it's nine eleven really that changes direction. Yeah, you know that's what does it clearly. You know, mm. it's it's an analogy of nine eleven. It's a whatever the word is the the right word. Um, what do they say in TOS all the time? It's a um, what's that? Oh, famously uh, TOS. A it's like a metaphor. It's a um, uh, allegory. Allegory, thank you. There you go. I there we go. Think of it, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's first thing on a Monday morning. We're all shattered. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. It is a great allegory, absolutely. You know, so I think that's what changed. You know, and hopefully we'll find out for the better mm. as we go through season three. I think um, it's really interesting. Again, talking about um, mentioning other podcasts, but um, Measure of a Fan, our, our good mates over at Measure of a Fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they. They're in. They're quite a way into season three now, and they're they they haven't been impressed so far. <laughs> I have to say, I think we're slightly kinder to Star Trek than they are. True, true. And maybe we'll be a little bit more positive, but um, <laughs> they haven't been overly enamoured so far. Yeah, I think uh, from you know again, just as we did last time when we reviewed season one, we've already started to look at episodes of season three well the first episode at least and so far i'm i'm impressed there's a good sort of setup there there are some niggles and things that are happening which i'm like "Eh, okay this could go very disastrously wrong um but so far so good but that's kind of like how season two started as well you had carbon creek it was a good setup they had some interesting ideas and then it kind of fell off a very deep cliff and went straight down um so yeah, I'm one. I am worried. I am worried mm. that we're we're getting complacent in this idea that yeah. uh, season three is the you know the start of everything getting good. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Is it going to go that way? Um, yeah, really, really strange uh, to go through there. Um, 
of the two seasons though season one yeah. season two if you gun to your head you had to choose which one you were going to go back and watch again do you feel like the highs of season two could save it or does season one have a little bit more to offer because they hadn't quite started and knew what they were doing at that point I have to say, I think I'd go for season one because there's just, it does feel like such a slog season two. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, again, I mean, I can't even remember what, what episodes are in season one anymore. <laughs> but um, it feels to me like that was more consistent. It might not have been great. Yeah. But it was, le- you know, there was, there wasn't so many really bad episodes. Mm. And as I said earlier, you know, the problem is there's no really great episodes to make up for those bad episodes in season two. Whereas season one felt to me like it was consistently okay. Mm-hmm. You know, again, there wasn't, I can't think of any really great episodes in season one. Yeah. But I don't, I can't think of any really, really bad ones either. I'm sure there probably are a couple, but, you know. Mm. So yeah, no, season one for me. Yeah, I I agree with you on that one because there's so much promise in season one and because it's season one, you kind of let it off because they haven't quite cemented what the characters uh, can do or who they are. So there's that potential. Whereas season two kind of takes that potential and for me, ignores it most of the time and just decides to do its own batshit crazy stuff along the way. Um, It it took setups, including the temporal cold war, which we really didn't get this season. Like, There's a little bit of the beginning. I think there's some mentions of it every now and then in yep. one of the Klingon episodes. Other than that, we won't see it until Expanse. I mean, we only got it back with Silic and the Expanse. And did I we, really cannot think of anything else. Did we not get that one where they found the the guy in the, the ship? Yes, the one, yeah, the uh, Cold Front, I think it was. Cold Front, yeah. Yeah. So we got an episode, not even an episode at the beginning, because uh, Carbon Creek is the first one. Yeah. And then we really got nothing. And then it's just cold front, nothing, 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 nothing. An expanse at the end where we get Silic, but it's not really their Sulaban yeah. thing. Do you yeah. feel like they abandoned the Sulaban that they figured it hadn't worked for them or they just didn't know what to do with it? I think they slightly abandoned. Yeah. Maybe they didn't know what to do with it as well, but they slightly abandoned it, mm. really. It felt like that. It, it never felt like they ever committed yeah. to the to the Temple Cold War. Mm. You know, I personally, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I quite, I like the idea of it. Mm. But I think the problem is they never went for it mm. in the way that they went for the Zindi in season three. Yeah. If they'd done that, then who knows? But, you know, at least you would have felt like it was a proper storyline. Whereas... I think the, one of the problems is that it sort of drops in and out and never gets going properly. Yeah. So it's never really sort of resolved. It's never really sort of intense in any way because it just pops up every so often when it's handy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking now at the list of episodes and I mean, yeah, yeah. really, you know, I can't see, I can't see any, but I mean, you've got like Carbon Creek, Minefield, Dead Stop. And for me, A Night in Sickway, I quite enjoy that one. Yep. So that's the first sort of five shockwave as well. Mm. That's a pretty decent start. It's not, yeah, not bad. But then you go into the Marauders <laughs> on the seventh. You know, I mean, they're both pretty poor. I mean, the seventh, obviously, the communicator I, I enjoy. 
Yeah. Singularity and vanishing point. Well, I can't even remember what singularity is. <laughs> oh god, I can't yeah. remember which one that is. But oh, uh, that's the uh, singularity is the one where they all go bonkers because they're near. The, oh, okay. Uh, the black hole. That was almost really good, but not <laughs> quite. I mean, singularity and vanishing point, and then precious cargo. Yeah, I mean that's three pretty poor episodes. I mean, vanishing point, uh, vanishing point, impression cargo, terrible. <laughs> catwalk. I don't like the catwalk personally. I think you quite yep. enjoyed it, didn't you? But I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I think I enjoy it again. I think we even said that back then. Um, that I enjoy it because it's right next to Precious Cargo. Mm. It just feels so much better. Yes, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Then we got Dawn. I really enjoyed Dawn. I thought that was a good episode. Yes. Yeah. That was a, that was a good episode. The turning point for me on trip. You know, I'm starting yeah. to like him at that. Uh, you know, yeah. the dawn, the dawn of a new era for me. Um. I think it's a good character work and it makes you at least enjoy Trip a little bit more because he becomes more self-aware and, and willing to communicate rather than just throw his fists around, which he did that as well, but, you know. Yep. Then you've got Stigma. Yeah, that's a tough episode. Yeah, I mean, it's all... Again, that could have been really good. I think they were trying to hit something good there. Mm. There was lots to be said, you know, they said a lot in that episode, but it just, again... I don't know, you know, ceasefire. I think ceasefire is pretty decent, really. Yeah. Again, that's an odd one because it picks up on the storyline from Pajem and stuff, mm. but it sort of dropped in randomly. It's not, you know, do you know what I mean? Again, that storyline between the Rom- uh, Romulans, between the Vulcans and the Andorians, mm. that sort of goes nowhere as well, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, again, they haven't committed to something. You know, then we got Canama. And, you know, the less said about Canama, the better. <laughs> We've got the crossing. Yeah. Which is all right, but, you know. And then we've got judgment. I mean, judgment mm. is just, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> horizon almost. But, I mean, when we reviewed it, you know, there was lots of, you know, it was all right, I suppose. But then we got the breach. I quite enjoy the breach personally. I know yes. you've got real issues with caves, <laughs> but I actually quite enjoy the breach. But it doesn't undo the goodness of the episode. I mean, no, I rewatching it and then watching it again to make notes. That's when the cave scenes kind of just became a bit more glaringly obvious. Yeah. If you were just watching it on TV and it was just passing through, um, I think, it, you know, it all makes sense. All the, the, the dots could be joined. There's more I wanted from it. And I yeah. was kind of hoping again that, they took an interesting story. There's a, a, like a darker side to the Denobulans. Really go for it. And they don't really go for it. They don't take it any further, which, again, seems to be the thing for, for yeah. not only season two, but everything up to this, this point. See, I think with the breach, they should have just had Flox's story. Yeah. that If they had explored that further, that was a re- I thought that was a really good mm-hmm. story, that. Mm. They didn't need all that cave stuff. No. They didn't need that at all. Yeah, <coughs> had they just found a, a, a an Antaran freighter, you yeah. know, it's it's powered down, its its engines are leaking. They're going to fix it up, but in the meantime, he's in the sick bay, and now we get a conflict between them. Um, I think that could have been even more interesting. Mm. Then we go into Cogenitor. Yes, I didn't rewatch it obviously because I wasn't able to make it, but sure, you know, I think it's again, it's it's one of those episodes where. They're, they're tr- to give them credit, they're trying to do something interesting. They're trying to yes. talk about something. Yes. Whether they quite managed to hit 
the right notes is is the question really. So yeah. that's not a bad episode, I don't think. Mm. I don't think it they quite got what they wanted to get, but I can see what they were trying to do. Yeah. Then you got regeneration, and again, I didn't rewatch that, but for me, you know, the I mean, I listened obviously listened to to your review, and um, you're so right. I mean, the number of times where they've obviously recorded information about the ball. <laughs> And this somehow doesn't get down, you know, a hundred years time and, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Enough to make, you know, if not uh, an entire department, at least a research facility somewhere, uh, you know, a university somewhere on an entire yeah. planet to to cybernetics, you know, yeah. have an entire thing that was studying that one bit of history for the, I mean, it happens over the course of a week. That's a lot to happen in that time. Yeah. They could easily create all of that and then bring in things like binars and other species that are cybernetic and yeah. try and collate that information. Why no one talks about it 200 years later? It's baffling. And then um, first flight. Yeah. Now, I, I again, I didn't rewatch really this one, mm-hmm. but I, I quite enjoy this one. Yeah. I Is it, what's his name, the, the guy that died? A.G. Robinson. A.G. I think I might have said this before, but there is something about AG which really does my head in. It should be AJ. It yep. shouldn't be AG, and it, it, it and it ruins the episode for me because every time they say AJ, AG, I'm like, oh god, it should be AJ. <laughs> I think uh, uh, this that hasn't actually released at the time we're recording this. I think. Because uh, we've just had regeneration, um, but there are points where, in my mind, I was saying Dan would have like had a problem with them saying AG this many times, and I, I told myself to say it on the podcast, but I think I completely forgot to say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it really doesn't roll off the tongue very well no, saying it that way. Weird. And then you're thinking about that more than you're thinking about the episode, so it's really strange. Um, but yeah. I, I enjoy the idea of revisiting the history of yeah. Enterprise and going back. And I would have loved to have seen more of those going yeah. forward. Um, yeah, definitely. But we won't get that. Then we hit Bounty. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about Bounty. Yeah. I don't think it deserves any more no. conversation, really. No. And then The Expanse, which I think, you know, is a decent lead into the third season. Mm. So, I mean, going, you know, the, the interesting thing is that, you know, there was quite a few there where we said, well, that was all right. That wasn't bad. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But the ones that were bad were so bad that <laughs> it, it just, it makes you think, I just, you know, I mean, imagine starting again, going to Shockwave Part 2 and thinking, I've got to watch the whole of Season 2 again. Yeah. You would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> really? I've got to, you know, I've got to watch Precious Cut. I've got to watch... I've got to watch Vanishing Point and Precious Cargo once one after another. Yeah. I've got to watch Marauders and the Seventh one after another. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got Canamar and the Crossing and Judgment. Oh God! You know, in in a free. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem with season two. I think. Yeah. You know yeah. that's that's the problem is that there are so many lows that the, the decent ones get lost. Mm. I think. The, the placement of the episodes for me also didn't make a lot of sense. There were so many times where I said, well, if they actually, you know, 
brought in a little bit at the end of the last episode and then brought it into this one. They're yeah. already making references to it. Like the, the Klingon arc that happens through season two with Marauders, then you get Judgment uh, and then you get Bounty. If you squashed them together so they were actually a, a packed mm. tighter and you could mm. appreciate there was a three episode arc of the Klingon Archer story. Yes, it doesn't make them any better episodes, but at least you could say, right, that's done and dusted. Move those mm. three over. Forget about that. And move on to another story. Um, and I th- Yeah, and, and maybe by being put together, they would have influenced each other much more and maybe become yeah. a better a better sort of free episode as, a, as an arc rather than as, a, as three separate episodes that sort of sit together. Yes. But are, are so far spaced apart that they don't really link. Mm. And if you think about it, I mean, the seventh establishes that T'Pol is a, an undercover operative at some point in her previous career. And it's her knowing all of that that allows them to bribe the officer to get him out of Repente and uh, judgment. Kanamar, you know, Trip and Archer are abducted and, and used as criminals. So you could have had this whole arc where it's mm. prison break, but with Star Trek Enterprise. I know mm. prison break, I don't think had been released at that point on TV. But you could have had this whole thing. And that's five episodes lumped together with a carry through. And you could have allowed lots of these plot lines to yeah. stew and sort of actually you know, ferment into something maybe a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just baffling the way round season two goes that actually it feels like they should have condensed it a bit better and put the things more related together as well. Um, but again, I suppose they just didn't want to do it at that point. Like The, the idea of an, an arc hadn't really occurred to <laughs> yeah. them. Um, before we go, we are, um, yeah, we are halfway through Enterprise. We We have, we have finished season one and two. Uh, so two complete seasons. And as as you've been saying on on the main show, that this is unprecedented, we've never got this far into an actual show. We've done little bits and bobs as we've gone through time. Um, halfway through Enterprise, is it worth re watching for people? No, I wouldn't rewatch season one and two, <laughs> but I'm fingers crossed and we may we may come back in a year's time or whatever it is, and and record our, our season three thing and say what was I talking about? Yeah, <laughs> but fingers crossed it gets better. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see if we could turn around and say season three was such a better departure from the other two that you could just watch one season and it would be better than an entire two seasons. I'm yeah. hoping that that's a prayer on yeah. my part. Um, or we find out that maybe you should actually watch three and four together and yeah. maybe forget the other chunk. So half of the long road from there to here is done. Yeah. yeah. And probably wouldn't go back down that road again. So I've got a question for you. And this yeah. is me sort of wishing my life away slightly. <laughs> but when we finish Enterprise, what do we go on to next? Aha. Well, uh, with Enterprise, there are a couple of scenes that are going to happen later in the 22nd century. So the the episode Twilight, which is uh, coming up in season three, so Twilight, when we kind of see a future Archer in about 10, 12 years time. We're going to be watching those scenes as well later. Uh, There's a couple of moments where Daniels takes Archer to the signing of the treaty. So we're going to be watching those scenes as well. And then as soon as that is done, I think that's it for the 22nd century. So season three of the Temple Trek will end then we go into season four and we're going to go into the 23rd century um 
not straight into a series, but all the little clips of young Kirk, young Spock, ah, young, okay. a younger, uh, you know, um, Dr. McCoy, any flashback scenes that we have, we're going to go back and ah. do those first. So there's, there's some of that in the, the, the animated series, isn't there? Some young yep. Spock certainly isn't there. So we've got uh, Yesteryear. So we've got, yeah. um, we've got yeah. that to come up. Um, there's a the couple of scenes in Star Trek V, which I think might count, obviously, where he goes and takes um, McCoy yeah. back to meet his dad, which, okay, we've had moments where we've had like mind melds and things and we haven't quite allowed it. I'm going to rewatch those scenes to make sure. Um, there is actually 2009. an episode. Exactly, 2009, where Kirk yeah. is you know driving the car yeah. off a cliff. Yep. Young Spock, you know, giving the middle finger to the science directorate, yeah. uh, which after all the times that Topol's been wrong about time travel and everything like that, I can well believe that Spock yep. would raise his middle <laughs> finger up to them. Discovery, uh, there's those series. Discovery. Discovery, yeah, there's that stuff in Discovery, isn't there? The yeah. young young Burnham and stuff. Exactly. So we could mm-hmm. have quite a few scenes that way. Um, I think there's another one as well, um, which is not quite young McCoy, but it's McCoy set a few years before TN, uh, TOS starts. And it's the only time, I think, where there's actually a, a scene set out of order, like the timeline order. I think it's called Friday's Child. I'm going to have to watch that again. Okay, yeah. But it's a scene of a young McCoy meeting the species for the first time when he was on another mm. ship. So that might be another one as well. So what series do we go into? Like Once all that sort of what's the next sort of big the block, next you know? series will be the first two seasons of discovery oh okay uh i think there's one or two episodes of strange new worlds or like the short treks that deals with strange new worlds that happens before that uh but yeah so it'll be discovery is our next show then generally speaking it'll be strange new worlds then it will be tos uh-huh. uh and then it's into the movies Yep. And then it's the 24th century. Wow. So it's going to be a big one. The next yeah. century, the next series is going to be huge. <laughs> and oh my God, it's going to be a nightmare. But fortunately, TOS didn't do a lot of time travel uh, or timey-wimey stuff. They weren't really big on their, their time loops and the kind of modern things that we do in mm. TV now. So I think that will hopefully make it a lot easier on us. Yeah. Um, certainly on editing. But Discovery will screw that up royally because it's magic so- to make the sanest man go mad oh god that's the episode i think we have to re-watch about 16 times because <laughs> it's a time loop over and over and over again um but it'll be like watch this 30 seconds watch this 30 seconds watch this 30 seconds and just keep going so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's that, that shows you how i feel about season two of enterprise because i'm asking you already when do we get on to the next thing <laughs> Maybe that sort of sums up <laughs> where I'm at at the moment with, with Enterprise. Yeah, and I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. There was a meme I saw a couple of months ago where it's the, the meme of a horse or a picture of a horse split into four sections. And you've got kind of like, you know, an interesting horse in, in season one. And then it's like a lame do, po, a do, a donkey, I think, for season two. And then it's like stallion, this beautiful stallion from season three to season four. And I'm really hoping that that is true, because <laughs> at least we'll get a stallion for the next two years worth of, of Enterprise. Uh, oh, God, I really hope it's true. Um, but yeah, if I'm doing my um, 
my job correctly. I've hopefully re-edited the little intro for the podcast for season three. So you might have a little bit more of a funky uh, intro to mirror the funkiness of season three. Um, I don't know what it's going to be yet because I haven't actually made it yet, but I will try and make it this (laughs) week. Um, And I'm wondering because of the nature of season three changing and because it will be more of an arc, whether we can shorten the episodes, make them a bit more punchier to mirror and reflect the season that we're watching. Um, I think the Zindi is still in the old season two way of telling a story. So we might just keep that normal for now. But as time goes on, I imagine quite a lot of these episodes will condense down quite easily. And we'll, you know, there's no way I'm going to do in this season. uh, Sorry, in this scene, we're going through a cave. In this scene, we're going to, I think that'll be just too much. So we'll just sort of condense it all down and say, look, this is the episode. We'll talk about it, make it quicker. It'll certainly fit in with, uh, you know, being busier and the fact that, you know, uh, life changes uh, and we've got more and more stuff to do. Uh, I'm, I know I'm doing more shifts and I know you're, you've got a lot on your plate as well. Um, so if we can make it faster for season three and four, uh, at least we'll get to see him. And uh, it'd be easier for the listeners as well. Not an hour long of us talking about um, That's it. That's so, it, yeah. Yeah. Nexus Knights, another Nexus Knights in the can, mate. Done, ready to go. So I imagine this will come out after Expanse gives us a week off, and then we're going to come in fresh, brand new for season three with the Zindi. Uh, so um, it's a thank you from me for listening. And... Yeah, and me, definitely. Yeah, thank you. It's always a pleasure to chat Star Trek, and it's it's even more of a pleasure to think that people actually listen to this, put that, yeah. you know, put this into their ears. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> yes, thank you to you, uh, the the seven or eight people who listen to this this sister show as well, uh, and thank you to the eighty odd ish people who download every episode of Temple Trek. So Marvelous. thank you. Yes. Uh, right. Well, uh, I'm going to close off here, and I think we're going to go off and talk about the Zindi next. So, yeah. uh, right, five ten minutes, five right? ten minutes, and I'll see you in a bit. Cheers, mate. See you no in a worries. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this latest Nexus Nights episode. If you'd like to get in contact, you can search us on Facebook or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore Coattail. Or you can find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Hitch underscore Writer. The show itself is a work of pure fiction on my part and all the views and opinions I express are my own and are not reflective of the rights holders of Star Trek. The intro music, The Dust Clears, and the outro music, Changes, are by Jim Hall. Check out his work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek Nexus Nights is hosted on Anchor FM. If you enjoyed this content and would like to support the show, follow, subscribe, review, and of course, share on social media for me. And I'll catch you next time.